0: Hello. Before we get started with today's No Score Review show, just some quick housekeeping notes. At the time of recording, I was having some horrendous internet problems, so we were not able to record video for this episode. It will be audio only. Uh, As evidence of said terrible internet, though, you will be provided with a lovely pixelated image of myself in place of my webcam, courtesy of my guest Jake. There will also be some visual aids still in the YouTube video version of this show. Uh, Podcast listeners, you will be virtually unaffected. There might be some laggy bits here and there in between us speaking, but I still hope you are able to gain some enjoyment out of it. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the No Score Review Show. Today, we are reviewing She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, the latest uh, entry into the the MCU, the latest TV show on uh, Disney Plus from Marvel Studios. Uh, Today, I am joined, I am your host, by the way, Nick, and I am joined by uh, my lovely guests. I have two of them today, Shay and Jake. Hello, guys.
1: Hey, Nick. Thank you so much for having us.
2: Nick, it's an absolute honor to be involved with this.
0: Well, it's an and absolute Jake, pleasure. you know what? It's an absolute honor and pleasure to have you guys here. Aw, so um, cute. We're just going to jump right into our uh, general thoughts for this uh, show. Uh, Shay, do you want to kick things off and let us know how, how you're feeling now that uh, She-Hulk Attorney at Law is in its completion?
1: You know what? Overall, I would have to give it like a solid (laughs) maybe even (laughs) I overall enjoyed it. It just barely exceeded my expectations, but it did exceed my expectations. I yeah, I'm super excited to see what else they do with this character. I am super excited that uh, oh my goodness. What's her name? Tatiana Milani, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm so Tatiana Milani. Mislani, thank you. So excited to have her join the MCU. I've I've always enjoyed all of her work and she's so charming on screen. I think she's yeah, I, I'm overall excited to see what goes on with this. And yeah, overall, it falls somewhere in my top three favorite MCU shows, personally.
0: Sweet. Yeah, I think Tatiana is an amazing get for the MCU. I I keep hearing nothing but good things about Orphan Black. Um she definitely carried the show. I think that's probably uh we'll get into highlights and lowlights more in a bit, but I think that was she was like totally the standout of the entire show, for sure. Definitely. Right. What were your general thoughts?
2: Uh it was definitely a roller coaster show for me. Um I think the biggest takeaway for me though is I'm happy that Marvel did something different for the show. I I've definitely found it to be something different to what they usually do. And I think that's, that's one of the best things that they did. So I'm happy to get more into it. But Nick, what did
0: you think of the show? Oh my God, you're too kind, too <sighs> kind. Uh, I, I was pretty middle of the road. I think it was kind of an underwhelming experience. I think overall, I'm not sure it'll be one. I Uh, revisit i think is probably uh among the lower tiers in terms of all the shows so far for me um i think it most of it probably is just due to personal preference i i think it was trying to evoke uh, a lot of the like um like situational comedies that are kind of on today uh, and like be like very light and fun um But I just, it just wasn't my speed a lot of the time. Um, And then paired with the fact that I think uh, some of the time it was also very uh, like uneven in its like goal and messaging in terms of like what the actual overall story uh, for She Hulk was. I think they did have like some groundwork laid for like an overall like, uh, Jennifer Walters' struggle with like her new identity as She-Hulk, they definitely definitely landed some beats in there, but I think it was kind of muddled overall uh, with uh, kind of the tones they were uh, playing around with at times. But uh, yeah, it was it was a very uh, okay experience, I would say. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I um, definitely 100% agree with the tones. That I was very confused throughout, and I had a lot of ups and downs with what they were trying to do.
0: Totally, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, did you guys have kind of any expectations going into this show at all, Shay? Did you? Uh, were you like really excited or dreading it at all? Kind of unknown. Um,
1: I would say I was mildly excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I try never to go into anything with too high expectations, especially since for me personally, um, an MCU show hasn't really grabbed me since the first, uh, since WandaVision, um, and of course when the initial trailers were coming out, it was getting a lot of, you know, a lot of negativity. Uh, due to the CGI which for me personally um, didn't really bother me to begin with but um yeah my expectations were controlled going into it I would say that I again uh, they just barely were exceeded but uh, yeah yeah how about you Jake
2: well you, you mentioned it so as soon as that first trailer came out with that CGI I think like the entire entire fan base had like a collective gasp of what they just seen <laughs> so like just from just from that and kind of seeing like what the show was going to be like i i didn't really have expectations i'm someone who usually if i get excited about something i go in with expectations and that's not a good thing it's probably one of the worst qualities i have is someone who like watches a ton of like tons of movies and shows and everything yeah. but with with this one i kind of just like was like yep i'll watch it i wasn't clamoring for it i wasn't like you know i wasn't like excited really but mm-hmm. but I, I was gonna watch it so um and i did and you, know <laughs> and you did yeah
1: <laughs> and we're here
0: and now we're here exactly yeah i uh it there wasn't a ton to say uh, as far as um my experience went and uh, expectations It was. I mean, it was just another show that was coming in. I was like, okay, I'll uh, I'll check it out. I'm. uh, There hasn't been enough of like bad bad will, um, like made, uh, towards Marvel yet. Um, and I think any any past shows that have come out, it's largely my issues have either been, uh, that like it all felt a little samey. Uh, towards the end of the shows, or that it was mainly just not my speed. In the case of something like Miss Mar- Marvel, there were things to like uh, in there, but it just overall I don't think was for me. And I mean, I wasn't the target demographic anyway, so that's not exactly a huge loss. Um, but I I uh, was willing to check it out, and uh, yeah, it, the the CGI in the trailers, like. Uh, worried me a tiny bit, um, but I think, especially having seen it now, it wasn't a huge uh, letdown or anything. Like I think it definitely looked better uh, than the trailers, and it was overall pretty good. Had some weak spots, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, I loved that they addressed that though in the finale about how they were like we almost rushed because of yeah. Black Panther.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they did a little jab about her uh, <laughs> chain transforming off screen. Yeah um cool okay well let's get into some highlights and lowlights uh jake do you want to uh, kick things off in that department
2: yeah yeah so i think for highlights i think the number one thing that stood out to me is how the episodes were self-contained and how they were able to tell a story within that 30 minute frame rather than doing like a six episode season all focused on the same thing so yeah i think that was my biggest my biggest plus for that Um, and then I, I I can't really think of anything else to be honest. Um, I'm I'm sure I'll have some
1: other, maybe yeah, yeah.
2: I I don't, I don't know if we're going to go like episode by episode, but I think, um, I think as the season went on it, I kind of got more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. So like, like, you know, the first couple episodes, I'm like, okay, what, (laughs) Right. And then by the time we're nearing the end of the season, we have like people like Frogman. Like if you had like like <laughs> anything else, if you have Frogman show up, I'd be like, okay, what? But then when I actually saw Frogman, I'm like, okay, I actually kind of like this. Yeah, like just like goofy characters like that, like mm-hmm. like the I forgot his name, but the fashion designer, like 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 a fashion designer for superheroes. I, I don't know if that's in the comics. I don't. I haven't read any of the comics, and that's another thing that people mentioned is how Daredevil was comic like accurate mm-hmm. to who he is. So yeah, um, you know I'm I'm happy to like get more into that as well. But you know what, I'm just coming from the hop on Disney Plus and watch the show, so I can't do all that research <laughs> and all the hours of content you need to watch for the uh, MCU to really get that kind of stuff. But you know what. So be it.
1: <laughs> so be it.
0: Uh, Shay, do you have any immediate uh, highlights or lowlights or anything?
1: You know, I I going off of what Jake said. It was you know the contained thirty minutes. They were fun. It was like a fun part of the week. I was always excited for like the next episode. They were always fairly lighthearted and easy watches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I would say my biggest lowlight of the show would just be kind of the missed opportunities with having a superhero law firm and all of the potential stories that they can deep dive into. Like you have this entire MCU universe full of so many interesting characters and situations and I I just felt that there was so much that they could have done with that. And like, yes, there were definitely some cases that were more interesting and others like uh, uh, what was his name? Emil Blonsky's parole. That was probably one of the more interesting ones, but that only lasted maybe what was it like an episode and a half. And then the rest were just kind of these little petty cases of like, you know, makeup brands and Mm -hmm. having copyrights over certain names, which um, it was a, bit of a letdown for me personally, right. but it kind of looks like from the finale that we're promised a season 2. So I'm I'm going to be hopeful for some better content.
0: Right. Optimistic going forward. That's a good uh, a good mindset <laughs> to have. Um yeah, the uh I did enjoy the uh like case of the week type format. Um, but I think it might've just come come down to like, uh, personal preference, uh, when like that kind of got in the way of like character development or like, um, more like interesting and like deeply, uh, uh, thought out like plots and whatnot. Like if we had maybe got like uh case of the week but then we maybe had like two uh three episode arc like bigger cases you know and like one of them could have like centered around daredevil or something and we still like got that but like i think it would have been it could have landed uh and hit harder if there were like uh more time spent with some of the like um clients like that jen uh worked with and worked for and whatnot and then that would have been able to cultivate more, like, uh, character depth and growth with some of the characters. And with Jen, too, relating back to her, uh, like, own crises with, like, mm-hmm. for example, like, the um, uh, the defamation case with uh, her and uh, uh, what was her name again? Titania mm-hmm. uh, battling over the name of She-Hulk and uh, Jen struggling with her identity and whatnot. I think
1: that's a really great point about the character development and the cases kind of getting in the way Um, like what immediately comes to mind sorry I I hijacked your answer there but I I think that's a really good point Um, there were definitely a couple episodes where I felt like we didn't really see much of Jen uh, as a person or where her character was going like there were certain cases like, you know, the shape shifting light elf from new Asgard who'd like defrauded or I don't know, but he was like impersonating Megan the stallion. I don't know. I was like, what's going on? Is this necessary?
0: But that, yeah, that scene or that uh, like case and store B story in that one episode in particular, I think it was episode three. uh, That was, I don't, I wasn't a huge fan. That was probably one of my least favorite parts of the show, uh, just because I think I don't know what it was. If it was just like we hadn't spent enough time with those side characters and didn't know enough about them past like the uh, the douchebag lawyer uh, <laughs> who was like the victim in that case, but like it just I was not. That invested in that whole storyline. It's like, yeah, the, the douchebag lawyer should like get what's coming to him for like mm-hmm. being a, a bad person, you know? And then like it was just just felt uh very like shoehorned in there just to have a B storyline. Had mm-hmm. they like fleshed that out more a little bit and like uh actually explored that idea of like a uh, Asgardian elf shape shifting and taking advantage of people and whatnot. That could have been more interesting. But,
2: Nick, did you not enjoy that post credit scene? The,
0: the post credit? Which, which, which post credit? It was
2: Megan the was Megan Stallion.
0: Oh, the, the, <laughs> the twerking scene? The yes. infamous twerking scene?
1: Okay, you know what? I have <laughs> something to say about this. I have something to say about this. Everybody's shitting on that. Everyone is shitting on the twerking scene. Dude, what's his fucking name? Um, fucking Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool is doing shit like that all the fucking time, and people think it's so hilarious. I'm sure that, and as soon as She Hulk does it, everyone's like on her for it. I know it wasn't like an Oscar-worthy scene by any <laughs> means. Like it's a lawyer twerking with her client <laughs> in her <Yeah>. office, <laughs> yeah. stuff
2: like that. I think. I think like yeah, people. People were like shitting on it, but you know what? Like, it was the number one trending thing for like the week. Like, yeah. like <laughs> people, they got people talking about it. I think that's what's important too,
0: right? I, Definitely. I had really no, uh, no, um, like opinion on the torquing thing. As soon as it happened, it was like, okay, yeah, that happened. Oh. Sure.
1: I felt like everybody had a fucking opinion on it, and I just didn't understand why yeah, everyone I got I think- so rattled.
2: Like I if think people are getting, Oh, go ahead. Jake. You go. You go. I, I just think, um, like people getting mad over that. I, I just, yeah, I don't understand that. I think like, I think it's more like, Hey, look at what the MCU is now. Like, I think, I think it's freaking hilarious. Like at this point, it's like they can do whatever they want. And I don't like personally, it didn't affect me. I think it's freaking hilarious that they're doing stuff like that.
1: Right. Yeah. I- Honestly, I'm here for it. I feel like it was kind of like a, a moment of, like, female power, whatever you want to call it. Um, the MCU is definitely kind of starting to lean more left and left and, like, not saying that twerking is any kind of, like, symbol of feminism, but I, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it, uh, I think, largely, especially in this specific case of, like, the twerking scene, I think at this point, or at that point in the show, I, I wonder if it was just people like latching onto something to be angry about because like so far it had been diverting away from what people had initially been hoping for, which I'm a I'm not entirely sure what people were hoping for if they wanted like better call Saul with like superheroes, which I don't think is really necessary uh, and is definitely not possible with this type of like tone um but yeah it just seems strange uh to be like up in arms about such a tiny scene um mm-hmm. kind of getting back on track with our like highlights and lowlights though um yeah the the overall like uh i think this is kind of something that could be like overall stated for the show for uh my experience anyway is I didn't have a problem with a lot of the things they did. It's just the way they did them. I think the execution was a little muddled a lot of the time, I find. Um, especially like kind of going back to that point I was making before our little tangent, uh, our twerking tangent uh, about the like three episode arcs and di- diving more into like the character depth with some of these clients and some of the side characters too. Um, the the week to week case of the week uh, format uh, was fine. It's just that some weeks it felt weaker than others, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but uh, going back to some other highlights, I guess, uh, the Daredevil episode, I think, was the standout episode for me. Mm. Um, I really, really liked uh, Jen and Matt's chemistry. Uh, both those actors, Charlie Cox and Tatiana Maslani. Like bounced so well off of each other, I loved every minute of that episode.
1: Yeah, definitely. definitely. And uh,
0: Frogman was just absolutely ridiculous Bro- as well.
2: Listen, man, I if there's a Frogman fan club, like I'd be like, you know, like a hidden member of it. Like, I w- like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want people to know that I'm a part of it. Right. But like, I'm a part of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Just to piggyback off the um, uh, Daredevil episode one, Nick, I wanted to ask you. What was uh? Are are you someone who like reads the comics and like would be that person that's like yeah, Daredevil is like comic accurate from what you've seen?
0: So no, I am very much. I have really only been getting deeper into Marvel stuff because of the MCU. Um, The only things I really knew about uh like the accuracy was like going into the show was that like they were gonna be using his. I don't know if it was his original comic suit or whatever, but the yellow and red suit. Um, I just, I knew that that was like coming and that that was going to be an accurate portrayal of like his first, uh, his like introduction to the comics or whatever. Um, But as far as, because I watched the Netflix show and he didn't feel any, any different, uh, really, if anything, he felt like a little bit lighter and more like um, uh, in line with the tone of She-Hulk, but it wasn't like uh, degrading to the character. And I, I, it wasn't like um, degrading an already established character like that technically can't really be an argument, I don't think, because um, I don't know. I don't remember if the shows, the Netflix shows are considered canon anymore or if they're just borrowing the same actors uh, for those roles. But yeah, I, I, I'm not uh, super well-versed in the comic side of things, but I mean, I I think he was perfectly in line with what we've already seen of Charlie Cox's Daredevil. So,
1: You know what? I've actually... <clears throat> excuse me. I've grown up reading the comics. I was a huge, huge Daredevil fan as a child. And oh, well, there you go. I this might be very controversial and I'm sorry, we might lose some listeners for this, but <laughs> I prefer Ben Affleck to Charlie.
2: <gasps> Whoa, really?
1: I, I think he embodied it a lot better. I think oh, he man. kind of had a, d- but, but you know what? Um, to be fair, I have not uh, finished the television series. I don't know the television series as well. I've been kind of reluctant towards it. Um, that
0: is very t- interesting.
1: Tying back into She-Hulk, I know, you know, for some context for any listeners, the three of us work together. And right. I I yeah. know that that one day when I was at work and I kind of went off and I was like, I, I dear God, hope that Daredevil and She-Hulk don't grow a love interest in each other. <laughs> Um, and I kind of went I, on I my remember. little tangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember,
2: yeah. you, I, I remember you saying that, and I was, I didn't want to make a face because I had watched the episode same. at that point, and I was yeah. like, "I th- wait, no, wait, Nick, were you there?" Yeah, well,
1: he if, if, was if there. I wasn't, oh. and
0: the same. Like we also had that conversation. So. Oh no, no, no!
2: I I remember Shay, you said that, and then I I gave Nick a look.
0: And <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh no.
1: Yeah, I came off very strong, but you know what? I I've had a change of heart on it. Kind of going off what you you said earlier, Nick. Their their chemistry was insane. I the reason why I was reluctant to a um anything that, that went on between the two characters is I I thought it would have been kind of weak for the writers to tie them together just because right. they were both lawyers. I was like, okay. Oh, just cause like, you know, they both have the same occupation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt predictable. And I, I wasn't really into it. I, I also really enjoyed um, the kind of story of Jen dating and yeah. all of that. But I, I stand corrected when they had that fight sequence in episode seven and they were like, discussing legal strategy while absolutely destroying these other guys. I was like, damn, this is great chemistry. I'd love to get in on this. If mm-hmm. I could, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I'm in for it.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that was a very, very well done. Um, That is so interesting that you prefer Ben Affleck. So I don't have like, I, I saw the Ben Affleck film like way <laughs> back when and have not, revisited it in years but I, that's so interesting that uh, uh, you prefer his performance
1: i you know what, it's on something that i i'm very open about um <laughs> it's probably a smart the-
0: move because i think that would probably garner a lot of uh like uh, people up in arms
1: you know what though like if you do decide to watch it watch the director's cut the director's cut is but it's very different and really, oh. really well done. I was also very biased, though, because, like, I think those movies were coming out in, like, 2003, 2005. Because yeah. Elect- Electra came not, uh, not very after, close right? afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And at that point in my life, I didn't have a whole lot of female representation in, like, the superhero world. Okay. Arguably, I think that was the first. Um, so I was also really buying yeah, into so. the Ben Affleck one, because of the Electra storyline. So I, I do feel like Whoa. I need to kind of note that. Um, interesting.
0: Well, yeah, if nothing else, you've uh, reignited my interest in wanting to rewatch that film now. Just to see <laughs> oh, uh, like how it how it holds up and everything. Very interesting. I don't- sure hope
1: I don't disappoint you. Yeah. Well,
2: I don't <laughs> we'll know if this is controversial. I don't know if this is controversial, but I haven't seen that first Daredevil movie. Oh, okay. Now. I don't know is if this,
0: controversial is the right word.
2: I know, but well, I from what I hear, the movie itself is controversial. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, yeah. But is this like it, is, do you think that's something that's worth like you know taking, taking time for down to, down under, to under like understand the character of Matt Murdoch? Or, you know, there's already this Charlie Cox version that they're already saying, like, hey, we're doing this entirely new show. Um, from what I've heard, I'm pretty sure. Kevin Flaggy said that it doesn't that the new Daredevil Daredevil show doesn't um, connect with the Netflix now now on Disney Plus show. Yeah, so hmm. it's yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's- uh, they're simply I think just uh, keeping the same actors for those roles, but they're like starting a new new story for the, uh, the upcoming show. So um, as far as the movie goes, I think. That's just something to, like, maybe add to your, like, uh, uh, filmography, like, repertoire of, like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. I, I, I know what, what it's all about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's something you need to go see, but.
1: No, you definitely have to strap in knowing that it's, like, very early 2000s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh. Where are we at? We're at highlights, lowlights. Um, is anything else coming uh, to mind for you guys that stands out? I mean, I've got... I'll let you stew on it for a minute because I do have one more uh, uh, note I wanted to add. It's And it's also just kind of tying back into um, like expanding on the characters a bit more. Uh, one of the characters in particular, like uh, several episodes in, I think it was wasn't until the the defamation defamation episode um where Jen was being rep- represented by her colleague uh where is she what's the actress's name the paralegal yeah her her coworker uh not not the uh one who's into fashion
1: uh, Nikki oh ginger ginger no Uh,
0: I'm so bad with names (laughs) it was like the hard ass lawyer that she was like standoffish with at first Oh, Um, but then she ended up like repping her in uh, in the defamation case yeah Yeah, Nikki is her best friend that Uh, that was
1: her paralegal no
0: Renee oh I think it might have been her Renee Elise Goldsberry she, uh, Mallory Brook, Mallory Book? Does that sound right? Kind of sounds right. But I really enjoyed her character, uh, when we got, like, her, like, more of her. Um, and I wish they just kind of, like, um, w- went with that more, especially in the case of, like, Nikki and, um, uh, what was the other guy's? Not Todd, that was the villain. But, like, the, the other, um, the guy who likes shoes. Uh, getting more into like their background and stuff would have been great to see as well. And like help sympathize with these characters a bit more. They felt a bit like a one note kind of a lot of the time. And were kind of felt like, um, uh, like the, uh, what's the word? The comedic, like the jokers, you know, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, anything else coming to mind for you guys? Pug, that was his name.
1: Oh, yes, Pug. Mm, yeah. I, I want to jump into, I see um, on your structured list here, the creator's <laughs> goals. This is something that Oh, yeah, let's do that. Discuss. Let's jump right into that one. Yeah. So um, what do you guys
0: think the uh, creator's goal was with making this show? And do you think they achieved it?
1: I guess I'll start because I was the one that brought it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was very confused on what the goal was throughout the um, eight episodes, and I I think we've all made it very clear that we were all very confused on the direction of the show. Right. Um, I think when we got about halfway through, I was like, you know what? Is this supposed to be like a rom-com type um is this the kind of style that we're going for? Mm-hmm. I think what was it, episode five or six, when she was kind of really, really starting to get into the the dating, or no, it was the wedding episode. I actually yeah. really enjoyed that episode because um, cool. prior to this episode, you know, we had we saw Jen trying to go on so many Tinder dates and you mm-hmm. know trying and failing, and just the overall style was uh, very rom com esque. Uh, right. And I, but there was obviously some points where I was like, you know, is this intentional I don't know if this is intentional I actually looked up the director of all eight episodes and the director's uh, entire what's her name Kat Koiro she's actually known for romantic comedies so it made a lot oh, of you. sense with what we were watching um but once we once I thought I had everything figured out I'm like okay this is you know it's just like a different type of Style um, again. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure if this is answering the creator's goal. the The final episode kind of hijacked everything, and yeah, I I, I would really love to discuss the final episode because I'm a bit confused on what the goal of that was.
0: Okay, you- uh, do you want to jump into that first, or Jake? Do you want to get your thoughts in on the creator's goal first?
2: I I, I think she outlined it pretty pretty well there with yeah. uh with cat's background and everything but going going into this final uh episode um i i think it was just like like i think marvel puts up with a lot of criticism from the fan base well of course you can't like please everyone there's always mm-hmm. going to be someone who doesn't who doesn't enjoy it and i think that this was just like them answering this because i i think what they're trying to tell us is hey don't take things so seriously we're here to watch shows, turn our brains off and just enjoy, enjoy Marvel content. I don't think we need to look that much into it. Right. And that's why it's, it was so great to see, like, see her, like, talking to a robot, being like, hey, so when are we getting the X-Men? Like, <laughs> like, it, like, it's like, I, I, I thought that, that was, I thought that it was fun that they are self like show that they're self-aware. I think mm-hmm. that was like something really cool to see.
0: Yeah. She?
1: Yeah no definitely I 100% agree with Jake the The fan base can be very toxic um, and it was kind of nice to get that validation from the producers they made it quite clear in episode 8 that they're not taking it entirely seriously and I think you know when we really go back to like like when you look at the bigger picture we're talking about superheroes at the end of the day yeah. you know yeah, exactly let's yeah, like let's this is supposed to be fun and exciting and yeah. Um but like it's a show for like- about a
0: big green woman. Like <laughs> what do you want from us? Come on.
1: Yeah. Uh Nick, what are you what are your thoughts?
0: Uh well in regards to um, the creators goal, I think for the most part uh they achieved the goal of writing a uh like, sitcom lawyer show uh, about uh, She-Hulk and about superheroes. Um, I think from here, it's just a lot of fine-tuning and refining. Uh, with the second season, keeping it, like, more character-focused would be uh, a welcome change welcome changed in my book. Um, it doesn't need to, like, go like, serious or anything, like, I would be happy to keep this same format and same tone. I just think um, more work-developing characters and some more consistent, um, like, through-line plots sprinkled throughout the show, and, like, a a really strong overarching plot would be great, too. I I think I'm
1: kind of confused, though, on how season two is going to work, because, sorry, I... What we learned from C- our episode eight is, you know, she's kind of falls like behind the scenes of She-Hulk. And I'm like, is the storyline real? Like the last seven episodes, what did any of that actually happen? Like, who is She-Hulk now? I'm, I'm actually kind of confused about that.
0: Right. Like in terms of uh, her breaking the fourth wall and whatnot and going to Marvel Studios?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I've, I don't really know what they're trying to do with that. I like the idea of it. I'm interested to see where that goes. But at the end of the day is she like a producer, actor, or is she really Jen Walters, is she a lawyer? I'm confused. I
0: think the answer to your question Shay is uh very much similar to any time someone asks too many questions about time travel. And I think it's <laughs> probably just better like left alone. Um
1: but then what's
0: the point? I think, what's- so I think the point spe- with this uh, specifically with what they were doing in the finale, I think was what you guys were talking about earlier and just like kind of showing like showing a mirror to the fan base and being like, hey, just like, calm down. This is a, a fun ride. Uh, we're not going to take things too seriously. And maybe as a fault of that, uh, we're not going to answer all these different questions and threads that we might be setting up. So mm. whether that's a detriment to the show is a different thing. Um, but I I personally wouldn't expect too much to come from the uh, like fourth wall break in that finale. I think that was more so just to be like, I mean, the title of the episode is Whose Show Is This, right? So it's like they're just being uh they're standing their ground of like okay we don't need to have all these uh big showdowns and messy fights in the end with all of these like easter egg characters thrown in for the sake of it um it's very much just going to be about she hulk going forward so
2: um
0: i think that was kind of another like uh stumble with the show too is that all of the like fourth wall stuff felt like uh kind of random at points it never felt like i think it was strongest in the finale for sure especially because you can see like she's actually toying with things and changing stuff right um
2: yeah can i I talk about the fourth wall breaks (laughs) because i feel like yeah yeah yeah. that was like i think that was my biggest gripe with the uh with the show I i think that it was just like there's so much of it and i think um the one that annoyed me the most was the beginning of the uh, wedding episode, because the week before they teased Daredevil. Oh right, yeah. And so, so they teased Daredevil, and then it's the next episode, and then like within the first minute, she looks right at the camera, and she's like, "Oh, the wedding self-contained episode." Yeah, me too. I I wasn't <laughs> expecting this. Yeah, and it's like, okay, <laughs> like no know, knowing what the finale was, it's it kind of sits better with me. But in that in that moment, I was like what like mm-hmm. and then just like so many um like other things when she was when she was there, like oh connecting the a plot and the b plot yeah i'm like i'm like okay you didn't need to like do that but when she's like like the line when she says like we're hulks we smash things and i smash matt murdoch like <laughs> after, after so all good. that i'm like i'm like yes okay <laughs> see that's kind of that's kind of using it better like like you said the, the last episode it was better because they're showing what they're self-aware they can talk to the audience in that kind of context but just like so many times it kind of just like it threw it like it was, i was so thrown off by it at right. times
1: mm-hmm. so no it was a... definitely very jarring at times yeah. and unnecessary yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's my that's my fourth wall break rant if anyone <laughs> cares <laughs>
0: um i care jake yeah, oh, I no, care too. You. That you're thank
2: in a you safe know. space. <laughs> as, a, as a member of the Frogman fan club. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay. Uh, do you think you guys, this is kind of a modified uh, version of the um, question in the document, but uh, do you think you guys will revisit this like anytime soon? Was it, was it worth the uh, nine episode investment to you watching this show?
2: I I think it was just like I I probably won't rewatch it can, just considering like the amount of episodes and all that I I feel like I can watch it once I just I I think the one thing um like if it's worth going back for once they connect She Hulk into what is the MCU like a big cross like the biggest crossover in like media now that's yeah. not even just movies it's media now. um yeah, if if it, I feel like I need to go back and get more context on She Hulk, yeah, um but as of right now I, I probably don't see myself rewatching it in the future.
1: Yeah, I I'm kind of feeling kind of similarly. I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um I when WandaVision came out, like I think I rewatched it like three or four times, but that was cuz, you know, oh. that storyline in particular, there was like a lot of there was a lot of small little things that you had to pick up on there was they were giving you a lot to digest Mm -hmm. whereas she hulk is a bit more and it it was supposed to be a little bit more surface level like you know a lot of it was you know her dating or her um waiting for a guy to text her back or something
0: exactly Uh, yeah
1: which I, I love that episode. I felt that episode. Um. <laughs> yeah, I actually um,
0: really liked that dating episode, too. That felt like one of the strongest episodes for me where like you have this uh, focus on like her dating life and stuff. But then you have that like B plot with Wong and the uh, the magician, um, which is really interesting. And that was like your superhero fix for the week, too. And it was like really cool, like a fight, like a really cool fight and stuff. But it was still really entertaining and focused on Jen, too, which was great.
1: Definitely. Yeah, um, I, I could see myself rewatching it um, again, kind of what Jake was saying. Like, um, I I really do hope we see more She-Hulk. I, I know they kind of made a joke in the last episode where, you know, see you on the big screen. And they were like, yeah. no, you're not going to get on the big screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I hope to actually, it would be great if she, whatever the next Avengers is, if she became part of that. Um, totally. And I would come back and rewatch the initial episodes because, you know, maybe I missed something. Um, but mm-hmm. overall, the show is fairly, you know, the issues are kind of surfaced. Um, unfortunately, kind of forgettable. Um, <laughs> but there were certain, I think I'd rewatch episodes seven and eight. The seven and eight were great and the fight sequences especially in seven were amazing all the matt murdoch and jen fighting i'll i'll re-watch that over and over again off youtube really i have been yeah um
0: yeah i i yeah. would agree there uh if i was to come back and watch anything it would be like the daredevil episode and maybe the finale too like those are definitely the standouts uh, for yeah. me for sure
2: I th- I think after watching She-Hulk I feel more compelled to go watch all the seasons of the Daredevil show. After seeing stuff like like seeing Fisk in Hawkeye and then learning right. more like like the tiny little bit we got of uh Daredevil and Spider-Man and now oh, yeah. getting him for an episode in She-Hulk. I I think it's I think I'm more compelled to go watch something like that. Like it gives me a reason to go back to watch that. And I think that's probably what their goal was. They want us to go back and watch like, all these other shows that, that they just took over from Netflix.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I have uh, I have an uh, inkling to want to watch those again, just because, like, they were so great when they came out, and I'm just... It's been a while since I've seen them now, so it'd be great to, to revisit them, for sure. Um, cool. Alright, uh, moving on. Do you guys want to give, like, two to three pros and cons uh, for this show? Shay? Mm. Uh, <laughs> kind of surmise maybe jake should go first <laughs> okay
2: two two pros okay minimum two
0: it could be like a total of three pros okay and
2: cons. i will say for pros i'll say uh episode structure but like not like the writing i think i think marvel doing self-contained is good for someone like myself who like um like doesn't want to like think of so many things at once if you give me an entire story arc within 30 minutes i love it mm. um uh a second pro i'd say is the uh self-awareness i, I love how they sh- did the whole self-awareness thing because i because i see people all the time who just like who take it so seriously and I, th- mm. I think that's the case with marvel you need to shut your brain off a lot there's people like they're just going around destroying cities and we have like these, like, we have frogman. I, I just, like, I'm just <laughs> developing a love for frogman the more I talk about. Um, yeah, I, I think it's like being able to shut your brain off and not have to deal with like convoluted stories. It's just simple, like, hey, I'm a lawyer. There's things happening. And you know what? At the end of it, we're going to call you out for saying it's bad. Yeah. Um, for cons, I'll say, uh, yeah, like the fourth wall breaks to an extent. Um, and then just like, yeah, not really. I, I like you said, like, um, some of these side characters, like more, you know, more frogman. Not enough frogman. <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> There's your suggestion for the future more frogman. Yeah,
2: more frogman. And you know what? Maybe some more daredevil. Get me, get mm-hmm. me more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we'll
0: get more daredevil. Don't you worry. We're getting plenty of him. Sure. Uh, Shay.
1: I would say one of my biggest pros of this show was how many shots the show took towards like the toxic culture of the MCU <laughs> and just, yeah. even just, you know, I, I felt like it was also kind of targeting, uh, how do I say this? How do I say this? Um, <laughs> honestly, just shit men. <laughs> it was yep. really- You can yeah. say it.
0: say it again, honestly.
1: Shit, men. There you um, go. <laughs> I. You don't even yeah. need
0: shit in front. Honestly, most of the time, it's just men.
1: I, you know, I was going to say that, but I hesitated. Everything's recorded. <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a safe space. <laughs> I know. I know. Love you guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, sorry, I got.
0: Uh, shay's biggest con of She Hulk was men.
1: there should not have been any men in that actually even daredevil should have been removed as the love interest i think they should have brought in kate bishop from hawkeye and that would have been the love interest
0: i i don't know i i mean the age difference there might have been a little iffy i don't know i don't know if kate is like still a teenager or whatnot but
1: no kate's like 22 23 okay and you can make your own choices Jen is like comfortably in her thirties, maybe. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Actually, I don't
0: know where we're going with this. Um, I
1: well, <laughs> you guys can't crush my dreams.
0: Pros and cons.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry. Pros. Um, I found the show to be like very again surface, but like relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I kind of mentioned briefly mentioned it before, but I found a lot of humor in a lot of the dating scenes. Sure. Um, the you know. Especially when she was, like, you know, waiting for that guy to text her back. And the whole episode was kind of, like, around her trying to avoid her phone or, like, typing a message and deleting it. And, like, this is all going between, like, her absolutely, like, kicking ass in both the courtroom and on side streets of She-Hulk. And she's concerned about, like, little issues like that. But, you know, saying that as well, um, I my biggest con I think I did have with this show was I did feel like they kind of... I'm not sure if this is the right word, but like hyper-feminized some issues. I know that was um, something my partner kind of critiqued earlier on in the show where um, I felt like the problems that the writers created for Jen could have been a little bit more professionally related or related to, I don't know, herself or her own identity. And I know we did have a lot of like identity conversations within those episodes, but... She kind of seemed to, I don't know, really focused on like, you know, f- friend drama, being like a bridesmaid or working mm-hmm. on. Oh, sorry, my dog. Um,
0: <laughs> We're getting a cameo uh, in this episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, there was. <laughs> uh, sorry. Can you guys hear her? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Sure can. <laughs> Um
0: don't even get yeah. dog video this episode. That's just...
1: No, oh, I know. How I could know. we? Um, Only audio. Sorry. Those thoughts were very uh, jumbled and blurred, but... Um, <laughs> That's okay. I, I, Yeah, I kind of wish that we got kind of more real issues with the cases that she was given rather than kind of focusing on, you know, makeup lines or makeup. Sorry. Yeah. And... I don't know. I I felt like they everything was very gendered. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I I, gotcha. I I guess that was the point. But right. I don't know. Yeah. How about you, Nick?
0: Um. Well, just kind of tying into that, I I I can see where you're coming from. I think like it also can tie back to that. Um, uh keeping focused on like a a handful of characters too, like that wedding episode while i think it was fun it was like there was like no one there at that wedding that like mattered in the grand scheme of things right besides jen and like josh like was uh more of a major player towards the end too and i guess like titania shows up but that also just felt like a little random as well um but yeah, just like tying back to uh a few characters rather than having all these one off uh one note characters instead. Also like going back to that um like douchebag uh, lawyer that she worked with uh, in the the Megan the stallion episode, like he doesn't show up again, I don't think at all, and except for like one news interview towards the end of the show where they where he says they dated or whatever. Um other pros though uh I think I could probably speak for all of us in saying Tatiana Maslany carried the show uh she was like the absolute standout um I'm very much like Shay has said many a time already I'm very much looking forward to seeing more of her in the uh, MCU to come uh she was a super strong per- performance uh the other pro i would say is the uh bottle or not bottled episodes um but like the co- the contained nature of it kind of how jake is or uh, already said yeah. um my biggest con though i think is just the the muddled nature of the show overall not having that clear clear vision on like overarching plot and what characters we want to focus on. Um, we had a few strong moments here and there uh, with like Mallory and daredevil. And uh, I did enjoy like stuff with her parents and stuff too. Um, but I think a little bit tighter focus and more structure going forward uh, will be a welcome change. Uh Yeah. So, uh, who would you guys recommend this show to if you were to recommend it, Jake? Well, who or would I? <laughs> would you? And if you would, who would you recommend it to?
2: I, I just, I just feel like there is there's better content to consume for the MCU. Right. Yeah, hey, if if there's like, like I don't, I don't think there's anyone, there's anyone personally I would recommend this to, mm-hmm. unless it's like, hey, if you're in for something that's just silly and like you won't take seriously go ahead but i feel like i feel like there's more there's 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 just better stuff out there
0: right
1: yeah i kind of do you agree think with it's
0: required that. viewing for uh like an mcu fan an already like established mcu fan who hasn't seen I, it yet
2: i don't think it i don't think it does require viewing i think like the origin story is kind of like it's all within that one episode you kind of understand what like what the hulk is mm-hmm. and you can really just watch that first episode to understand it mm-hmm. and that's and that's really it and so if she shows up in like a future mo- movie or anything i think it's pretty like plus you kind of know how the whole hulk thing works but if you want yeah. to know how
0: that origin story yeah you can put of two and two together works, yeah she's hulk now that's all you need to know exactly uh, Shay?
1: Yeah. No, I, v- I very much agree with that. I don't think it's a necessary watch to tie into the rest of the MCU. Even the first episode, like it was a great episode and we did get a bit of an origin story, but it is pretty self-explanatory, um, mm-hmm. as you said. Um, honestly, the only like I demographic I think I could recommend it to is maybe like a younger audience. Um, yeah. Maybe younger girls, because I know they don't get a whole lot of representation. Um, sure, yeah. I but overall, if I was like you know trying to introduce somebody to the MCU and giving recommendations, it, it wouldn't be on the list. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, I'm
0: right there with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, maybe check out the Daredevil episode. Maybe check out the the premiere. If you really want to know, I think the premiere, uh, is where like She-Hulk looks the strongest. No pun yep. intended, but like her CGI, I think is definitely the strongest there. I was pleasantly surprised in that premiere. I'm Like, oh man, they really turned it around. But then it oh, yeah. flip flopped a little bit throughout the show. Cool. All right. Well, we did it, you guys. We made we it, did it to the end yeah. of the review show. Bye god did we fight like hell to get here
2: <laughs> mostly me
0: but um yeah sorry uh to the audience there isn't gonna be or as you have already found out by now 56 minutes into this goddamn show there's no video <laughs> this time around um it's gonna be audio only uh but i will do like video graphics and stuff to uh, put on youtube and whatnot but
2: are you gonna, gonna have, be like, a podcast enough?
0: episode what was that jake are you
2: gonna have like stills of us in the are gonna have like youtube version
0: <laughs> i will have a youtube version so if you okay. guys want to send me some uh fantastic looking uh photos of yourselves then that'll be oh a welcome addition
2: so so speaking of fantastic looking can you pl- if if i may request would you be opposed to using the like this like the picture of what i got of what you look like in the video version <laughs>
0: We'll, uh, we'll see how editing Nick feels about adding that in. But uh, yeah, we can definitely entertain that possibility.
2: I'll, I'll take that as a hard no. <laughs>
0: I'll throw it on the suggestion pile. How's that sound?
2: Okay, I'll take
0: it. <laughs> um, So do you guys have any plugs to get out of the way? Anything you want to like point the audience uh, in the direction of? If not, then you can give a rec- recommendation of a, another TV show, a movie, or a video game if you want. Shay, hmm. you want to start?
1: Um, if anybody's listening to this at this point, although I, I highly doubt anybody who is not an MCU follower at this point um, <laughs> who would listen to an entire like hour long <laughs> of us discussing She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to MCU shows, nothing really beats wandavision at this point i think interesting uh, when it comes to recommendations um shit uh <laughs> i know hawkeye didn't do very well i well we all know at this point i'm a pretty big fan of kate bishop i <clears> i think <throat> i'm just kind of talking out of my ass at this point just to answer a question. hawkeye
0: and wandavision
1: hawkeye and wandavision if you're going to watch an mcu show have it let li- the, be those two.
0: Sure. Yeah. That's a hearty endorsement. I can get behind. Uh and then uh no plugs or anything. That's all.
1: What do you mean by plugs?
0: Uh just like any projects you've worked on or any like uh like if you have a, a big social media following you want people to go follow you on or anything. Tell the people <laughs> where they can find you. Tell the people like where and they subscribe.
1: Can find you. Yes. At Shea Martin Media <laughs> like and there subscribe. Yes, thank you. You can go
0: uh, directly to Shay and have your heated arguments on Daredevil, the movie featuring Ben Affleck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now that I have a microphone, I feel like my opinions really matter and I really need to be heard. So, yes. There we go. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, Jake, how about you?
2: Um, For anyone who is watching and is probably more focused towards reviews, you can find my letterboxed. Uh, oh, yeah. At at Sturkenboom, S T U R K E N B O O M. You can find me on Twitter at Boom Live, and I also tend to stream on Twitch, but I am currently on a pretty extended hiatus. So also Boom Live for my Twitch, but uh, um, mainly for reviews, like movie reviews and all that. My letterbox is the best to uh, go do for that. I, I'm constantly watching movies and uh, taking in media of. Many different forms. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, yeah. I just got to say thanks for having me, Nick. I'm, I've been excited. You've been talking about the No School Review Show for such a long time, and I'm finally here, and you're doing this. so I'm, I'm happy to be doing here. it.
0: And this will be the first of many, I'm sure. I uh, hope
1: so. This I is so much guys, fun.
0: I'm, I'm glad you had a great time. Um yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, everyone should get a Letterboxd account because that is a wonderful app and social media site for film buffs. Yes. Um, speaking
1: of which, also follow me, please. on Letterbox. Nice. Yeah, there we go. There's a <laughs> yeah. plug. There's the Tuck- plug. Yeah. <laughs> I forget about all the platforms that I have. But yes, Letterboxd is an excellent, excellent platform um, for anybody who's um, looking to read about reviews that, you know, aren't film critics, professional totally. film critics. Yeah,
0: exactly. And what, what is it? Shea Martin Media on there as well?
1: Oh, stand by on that. It, one. It, it's
0: just Shay Martin. It's just Shay Martin. I'm um, looking at her right now.
1: <laughs>
2: I do I do Shay was gonna be like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> Jake's got
0: you back. Like, I'm not
1: you? I'm not very good at this self-endorsement thing. I need to get better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: get you there. We'll get you there.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Awesome. Um cool. And then yeah, uh, you guys know where to find me. I'm uh no score on YouTube. Uh, The No Score Review Show on all your favorite podcasting services and on Twitter. Um, You can also find me on Letterboxd as well. Uh, I'm also doing my uh, Road to Ragnarok series on my No Score Plays YouTube channel where I'm playing all of the mainline God of War games until the new one, God of War Ragnarok, comes out. Um, That's what's mainly going on there uh this episode was recorded uh close in proximity to the review show for lord of the rings rings of power so that'll be up soon around the time same time as this one uh when it goes live so go check that out if you want and then i will also be doing a review show for uh house of the dragon the game of thrones show that should be finishing up pretty soon here so keep an eye out for that as well um, otherwise, Jake, Shay, thank you so much again for joining me on this episode. And thank you so we much, will Nick. see you Anytime. all in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.